Welcome back, everybody. I know it's been, it felt, has felt like a long week, especially for me, considering the, the results of betting in the parlays and the depression that's hit after I realized that I lost $25, but it's okay. It's okay. Ooh. New week. New week. It's okay. That's what happens with parlays, all right? It comes in waves, all right? Eventually, that wave is going to hit you, and you're just going to ride the wave, all right? What you don't do is you don't go against the wave. You go with the wave, okay? Or else you're going <laughs> to drown, all right? drown but anyways all right y'all let me just go back uh if you don't know guys if if you don't know what we're doing right now this is a betting podcast uh just letting you guys know wild and wednesday wild and wednesdays you're right i forgot to mention the name of course and of course as always i'm here with my two great fantastic handsome co-hosts lucas reyes and sports guy david guys how are you doing today I'm doing great. You look me up there. Me. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I had to, I had to, man. I had to, I had to, man. Thank you, thank you. You know, I mean, we'll talk about what happened. We'll talk about the results later. But for right now, let's just get into it. How does that sound? Yeah, sounds great. All right, All right. David, how about you? Good with that? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. right. All right. So if you guys, if you guys are, if you guys didn't watch, if you guys didn't hear last week, well, that is your fault. But here's the thing: I will talk. Basically, what we're doing is we're doing parlays. If you don't know what parlays, it's basically just multiple games in one single bet. You bet, say, twenty, bet a small amount, and then you put six or seven games on docket. However much you like, you can put as much as you can put as little as four. You can put as much as twenty-five. However much you like, it's all on you again. But the more you, the more games you bet, the more of a chance, the more risk you take. So all I'm gonna say. Is that I? We had a six-game parlay last week. We're only gonna have five-game parlay la- this week because there we are. Remember, we are doing all the primetime games, and then we're doing two games on Sunday afternoon and sent on Sundays. Okay, it can be any two games we want on Sundays, but as long as we choose them, it has to be on Sundays. Okay, all right. Alrighty. All right. So the first game that we're gonna that we're gonna go, of course, is a game tomorrow night. It's gonna be the Cincinnati Bengals against the Cleveland Browns. Okay. We had we obviously know what happened last week. Both teams lost. One team got absolutely destroyed by the <laughs> by the Baltimore Ravens. We all know who they are. And then the other team lost a closer game to the to the Los Angeles to your guys' Los Angeles Chargers. All right. They are playing in Cleveland. In Cleveland over there. Are there gonna be fans? I don't. I don't think there are. I don't think there are. I don't. I, I didn't really read into this, but I should have. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay because that, that's what Fridays. For. That's what Fridays for. Um, but yeah, so it's gonna be a good game. What I can say though is the odds for that game, or the sorry, the spread for that game is going to be the Browns are gonna be favored by six points. Oof. Wow. That's that. That's gonna be tough. So tough, in fact. That I believe the Cincinnati Bengals are gonna win the game outright, regardless of the spread. But I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals. I believe the score is going to be 30 to 27. I think it's going to be a field goal game just because they're both Ohio teams. They both want to redeem themselves from ha- from what happened last week. Obviously, the Browns are going to want to prove that that Ravens game was just them being off their game, them being sick, whatever the case may be. The Bengals want to prove that last week again they you know they, they're not choke artists, so they want they want to win a tough game. So that's why I believe it's going to be a field goal game. 30 to 27 is my score. What do you guys think? Um, I'll take it. I'm really surprised how the Browns are favored to win this game. It's yeah. I was like, what? They're favored to win by at least six. Um, I think this is a great bet to bet on the Bengals. Uh, I think that they're going to win outright because I like how the way the Bengals played so tough. Yes. Um, sorry, not yesterday. Last week, last weekend. Um, and they even had a chance to win the game. And they probably should have or at least sent the game to overtime at least because they really – Took command at the very end. Joe Burrow, I think he's going to have a really big bounce back game. I think that he's going to have at least two or three touchdowns. I'm going to say at least three touchdowns. If there's a bet on that, I don't know. But mm-hmm. um, 
you could probably bet on that this Vegas has a mini bets. But at the same time, um, yeah, I think that this is such a safe bet because I don't think that the Browns, if they do win, they're not going to cover that spread. I don't believe the Browns, especially after that piss-poor performance. I know it was Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, but uh, you just didn't even look competitive out there, and and uh, I still don't understand how, how they're favoring. All right, right guys. Think, David? You guys ready for this one? Oh, yeah. They're ready for David. I'm going <laughs> to... Uh, completely oh no. agree with you guys. All right, all right. Okay. Browns that, that, are right, cool, shit. Cool. Okay. Burrow's going to get his first of in the professional level. I can see him giving over 300-plus yards. You got A.J. Yeah. Green, Tyler Boyd, and also T. Higgins and John Ross. They did not play a big part last week because they were reversing a great defense. The Browns defense is beat up. I'm, <laughs> I'm talking like I, I can't even name four players on that team. Yep. Joe Mixon is going to have a great game. The offensive line is a little shaky, but I think Joe Mixon is going to get it done. The only thing I'm really concerned about, if Geno Atkins is playing and DJ Reader is playing, um, I, I'm not I'm not really um, – I don't know what their um, status is, but um, the Bengals still put up a fight. You, you've seen what Joe Burrow did on a great defense. It was just great defending by um, the AFC Defensive Player of the Week, Casey Hayward, and a, and a, and a missed kick. Um, ba- uh, Baker Mayfield is not going to get it together. Um, um, Odell Beckham Jr. was saying that he wants to be involved more earlier um, and Chubb a fumble. You know, I think they're going to rely on the run game when it comes to um, the Browns if that Bengal D-line is pretty banged up. I have the Cincinnati Bengals winning 21-20. to Close game, but I, am, I, I do not believe in the Cleveland Browns not one bit, and it's going to be the same story. Last time I, I tried to believe in them, they let me down. And just like their fans, they just get <laughs> let down. So I'm sorry, my boy Sniffy wow. out there. Um, he's mm-hmm. a big uh, Cleveland Brown fan. He drafted <laughs> Baker Mayfield in the first round with ah, a six. Good for him. Um, I- I'll pray for you, dog. But I do not see it. The Cleveland Browns are going to fall to zero and two. Zero and two. Zero and two. But what I can say though is that the Bengals are actually going to be without Geno Atkins and Mike Daniels against the Browns on tomorrow. So just uh, take that with what you will. And if that if that changes your bet up, then I don't know what to say about you guys. But anyways, moving on to Sunday Night Football, of course. <laughs> it is the second of our three primetime games this weekend. And these in that game has has a rematch of, I believe it was Super Bowl forty eight, if I'm not mistaken, or Super Bowl forty seven. Uh, whenever the one of those two. Uh, when one the of Patriots those. and the Seahawks are playing each other. This time it's going to be in Seattle. It's going to be over there at CenturyLink Field. Uh, the Patriots are—I'm sorry—the Seahawks are actually favored by four points. Um, the Patriots had Patriots had a good game last weekend against, against the Miami Dolphins, of course, and the Seahawks also had a good game. They both had both—they both had wins against their teams. Of course, the Seahawks played against the Falcons and had a great game, even though Matt Ryan threw threw for over four fifty yards. But hey, it's okay. It is okay. We're not—we're not sad about that. Any, well, I'm not sad about that. But um, but all I can say is that I myself will be going with the Seahawks. And I believe the score is going to be around 31 to 21. I just really feel like Russell Wilson is on a campaign to really be an MVP candidate. I know Lucas, you had him as your MVP candidate, um, you know. So I think, hey, so yeah. I, I think he's really, you know, he's really trying to, he's really trying to prove that he is that he lives up to his name on uh, Twitter, which is Danger Russ Wilson. Now, of course, these Patriots, they their running game is Cam Newton and. Uh, Cam Newton. So you know, I you know, I is is are yeah. they going to be able to run the ball against the Seahawks defense? I'm not exactly too sure. But what I can say though is that this Patriots defense is again. There's a lot. There's a lot of. There's a lot of guys being out. Of course, the whole uh, the whole dropping, not dropping out the whole the whole COVID thing and the whole everybody just uh, opting out of the season. Um, it's it's going to be really tough for those Patriots to overcome that loss, and I don't think they're going to be able to. I think Seattle takes us by ten. 
Wow. Um, I, I'm going to have to agree with you. I have Seattle winning this one as well, and I think they're going to cover the spread. Um, my final score, I got them winning 30-20 to 20 just because of how Russell Wilson just came out firing this year, um, just already just on fire. And uh, I think that he, yeah, I, he, I said, it, or you said it, that he's going to be uh, MVP. Like, that's my prediction. And uh, I, I think that that's the main reason why you have to go with Seattle and with at New England, we already know how it's just a revolving door from last year to this year, and, and their dynasty is really going through such a change. So I don't think that they could put up too many points against Seattle. I think that Seattle, if they could get it going through the air, I know that Gilmore was playing tough, but that was against the Dolphins, and um, you didn't really have too many weapons. Seattle is a whole different monster, and they have so many things that they could do. And I think that if Seattle gets to a lead early – and forces the Patriots to really throw the ball. And um, not that Cam Newton can't do it, but I just don't think that they have the weapons. And I think that the Seattle defense is a little bit underrated, like how you've been saying, Julian. I think that they're going to step up big, a big win at home, and uh, I think they cover the oh, spread. I'm going to completely you, go with the Seattle Seahawks. If you heard the last podcast, I need the Patriots to lose every single game, no more than eight. I don't think they'll get to nine. My hair is on the line, and, I, and they're actually in ponytails right now. Woo. The Seattle Seahawks will score 28 points on to New England's 14. Russell Wilson will ball out regardless of Gilmore. DK Metcalf is a man amongst boys. I tell you this every single day. This dude's just huge goal line. He's a deep threat. This guy is my favorite player in the NFL right now. Too many weapons for New England's thin defense. You only really got Gilmore and McCordy, like I said before. Dolphins didn't have much weapons they did mm-hmm. as the Seahawks do. Cam will, I believe, the only touchdowns will come from Cam Newton. He's very dangerous on the ground. We've seen that. I think the two touchdowns will come from Cam. None in the air. He'll throw less than 200 yards. And this is going to be a big test for New England to see if Bill Belichick is really could work with anyone. As we know, he can. But this is going to be the biggest test, a very mm-hmm. early test. And I'm taking Seattle. Russell Wilson, um, um, Chris Carson, who I didn't think was going to be um, – highly productive as he was last week. And then, of course, my boy DK Metcalf. That dude is just a monster. So I'm taking Seattle 28, New England 14. All right. Seattle, there you go. Okay. Yes. Good score. Yeah, I'm all on board so, so far. far. Let's see if it rocks for Monday Night Football, which features, of course, my New Orleans Saints and the Las Vegas Raiders at in Las Vegas. I believe it's the opening of Legion Stadium, but I'm not too sure. Can someone go check? I believe that's, it is a for. Yeah, it is. Vegas is yeah, it's, uh, it's in Vegas. Mm-hmm. That's right. So it's the first game over there in the new stadium. Las Vegas Raiders now be Las Vegas, of course. Uh, you know, guys, I'm going to actually let you guys rock with this one first because it's one of those things, obviously. I, I want to take the Saints. Yeah, I want to have the Saints last one. So one of you guys, you know, David, I'll let you go first in this one, buddy. Go ahead, Lucas. All right. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. All right. Well, you know what? I think that. This is going to be an interesting game because the Raiders really came out firing and really surprised me when they really put the game away over there in Carolina and and showed their offensive firepower. Uh, Henry Ruggs, Josh Jacobs back at it again, and uh, Derek Carr looked like he was making some nice passes. And um, I think that it could be kind of a shootout. I do have New Orleans winning this one. And um, I look at my score, I have them winning 31-28. Doesn't. And that doesn't cover the spread. The spread is of six points. The Saints are favored by six points. And, um, man, I don't know if I want to change my score because it's so hard to go bet against the Saints. But um, looking at it, what the, what, the, what the Buccaneers did in that dome and kind of put that pressure, I know that game kind of got out of hand. I have to look at it like this. Do I think that the Raiders' offense 
matches up with the Buccaneers offense, do I think they're better? And I, oh man, I think I kind of do. Oh. I think I like the talent. I think I would take, yeah, I think I would take Josh Jacobs. I think that he's going to be one of the premier talents of the future. I think he, if he keeps it up at this rate, it's a Hall of Fame career. And um, yeah, I think I, I think I'll have to go Saints winning this one, 31-28. But uh, for the spread on my parlay, I'll have to go bold. I have right, to take the Raiders David. on the spread. Let me tell you where you're wrong. The Las Vegas <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders are going to score 21. That's me being nice. New Orleans will take a touchdown. I think Ooh. they're capable of this, but that Raider defense is okay. But they're not like the um they they were up against a, a really um brand new Panthers offense, which is way different from a very very settled Saint Saints offense. And and Mike Thomas, no problem. You get you got Emmanuel Sanders. He only had 15 yards last week and a touchdown. Get him more involved. Jared Cook had 80 yards at, um, with no touchdown. Get him more involved. And then Trey Con Smith. A lot of people forgot about him. He had a couple of good games last year. Um, Julian, I know you can vouch for that. And get Kamara. And, and you got Murray. It's just too much for the Raiders. Young, um, depleted defense. Really, that defensive line. I will give it credit. Is very good. But Drew Brees is just a tactician behind that line. He he will take a heel bomb it. He doesn't give a fuck. Say, um, uh, the Raiders D. I think will be overwhelmed. <laughs> Jacobs needs to be contained to win because that dude is a monster. I think he was the FedEx uh, Ground Player of the Week, if I'm not mistaken. He put 33 to 35. Um, fantasy points depending if it's standard or PPR who doesn't matter this dude puts up 30 30 bombs um Lattimore will shut shit down in that toilet toilet bowl stadium and um I'm taking the Saints 28 21 Vegas are gonna get their first L in Vegas and and the Saints are gonna get Gruden a, a, a wig to put on because that shit was atrocious dog yeah better get, better get Gruden down about to get hmm. put in a wig after we get also we're gonna get David a wig at the end of the season when the Patriots uh, win those Ooh. nine games. Anyways, all right, David. Actually, that was a really good choice. I'll be honest, with you, David, because I have that exact same score as my score for what the New Orleans Saints are gonna do. Nice. Now, I do have faith in my team. I do, I really do. But after watching Drew Brees having only 160 yards, you know, well, without Michael Thomas, it's it's gonna be tough. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout like some people say it is. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a touchdown game. It might be even a little closer than that, four or five points, not to give me a heart attack. Um, but what, but it's it's going to be one of those things where I do think the Saints are going to win. I do believe that. But I also don't think it's going to be that by too much. So I would understand if people were to take the were to take the spread and take the points, or sorry, go again, go with the spread and say the Raiders are going to win the, because of the spread or whatever. But I have to I have to have faith in my football. I have to have faith in my team. And I'm gonna I'm a Saints fan through and through, so I'm I'm back in my team. So that's what I'm gonna do today. What uh what was I gonna say? Uh, is there any situation do you guys think that where the, the Raiders just have an A plus yeah. game and they well, come yeah, out with I, mean, win? I don't think so. But... I mean I, being, this is for being a Saints fan, obviously. You know, Derek Carr, oh I don't I don't know why I brought that up. But anyways, Derek Carr, he he's he's a man, he's a monster. I think the only way the Saints uh sorry the Raiders could win this game though is that if they, they have to have a good game on offense, of course. But that defense has to shut down with the Saints, at least has to contain that passing game from the Saints. Exactly. Michael That's Thomas isn't going to be there. That if Michael Thomas, if his, if his, uh, if his experience not being there is felt, then I do believe that the Raiders do have a good shot in this game. And it's Monday Night Football, and you never know they might they might come out with some extra juice, some extra some extra um because you know they're they're over there in Las Vegas, their first game. They might want to they might want to play a little extra hard on that because you know it's that first new stadium. They probably want to look around mm-hmm. and don't want to embarrass themselves, especially now that being that Bovada in is in Nevada, of course, and you know that's the betting capital of the world. I think they might want to show up and show out. So 
it might the be fix in. might be, be in. in. So in that case, Raiders 54. 54 <laughs> no, I'm just messing. But uh, but what I will say though is that yeah, that I, I could see, I could see it possibly happening. But I I don't I don't I don't I don't have good faith in that one. So I, either way, either way it goes. David, what do you think, man? Right. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm I'm, I'm t- the, the the Vegas Raid defense really got to show up. But um, Josh Jacobs is gonna be the main focus on the okay. offense, so they gotta contain him. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm glad we're all in agreement. I believe. Well, I believe we're all to the Saints. We won that game, even though Lucas said you were gonna, they were going by three. Either way, Saints win the game. That's all I care about. A W is a, a W is a W. Moving on. All right, fellas, we just covered the uh, the all the primetime games. You guys just want to you guys want to give out your two games now for parlays, or what do we want to do with that? Yeah, we'll we'll okay. each so give you, one you game. Want to go first, Lucas? You want me to go first? Go for it. Go for it. Man. Yeah, I'll go first. I'll go first. I got my first game on the list. Um, yeah, this isn't a primetime game. The Bills and the Dolphins, and uh, this game just I think is. In the bag for the Bills, they're favored by six points, and I think that they could very much cover that spread. That Bills defense, I think, is actually better than that uh, Patriots defense. And, uh, yeah, I really do think so, and I think that it could spell disaster for the Dolphins offensively. We could see another really low-scoring output. And then um, Buffalo, I just really want to see them attack through the air more. I really want to see them get more digs involved, to get more deep shots to John Brown. And because uh, they really ran the ball effectively. And Josh Allen really turned out last weekend. And last weekend, Cam Newton ran all over the Dolphins. I think Josh Allen, this is a big fantasy week for him. We'll talk about that in this week. Um, but yeah, it's another big opportunity for another quarterback to just run all over this Dolphins team two weeks in a row. That's kind of funny to say. And I definitely could think that could happen. Um, Josh Allen just protect the football a little bit better. But I have them winning this game um, and covering the spread. Uh, Buffalo 30, Miami 17. Uh, um, how about you guys? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go first with that game. Uh, I, I do have the Buffalo. I have Buffalo winning that game. I used to the spread was six points. Uh, yeah, win by six. Mm-hmm, uh, win by six yeah. I, I definitely do think that uh, the Buffalo Bills are going to win a little bit more than six. I have the, I have the score being 31-13 <laughs> in favor of Buffalo. Yeah. I'm going to take. All right, cool. What about you, David? ready for this one. The Buffalo Bills. I'm sorry, Fist Magic. Hashtag Sad Boy 3000. Fist Magic will still struggle. I don't think this is a game he's going to get 400 yards. I still think he will, though. Allen will have 100 yards on the ground and 300 through the air. He had 300 last last week and 57 on the ground. I think that the the, um, Bills need to run the run the ball more with their runner backs. I think Zach Moss is getting more into it. They had less than 60 yards combined with the runner backs. Devin Singletary, they had about an equal amount of share. Um, carries and Stephon Diggs. I know he had he had an okay game. I think he needs to be involved too because I like I said, Josh Josh Allen's gonna throw for three hundred plus and and he's great on the on the ground too. He has to hold on to those balls. He had two fumbles last week. Miami, I just think they're just too new, um, and there's just too much moving pieces and uh, just a lot of inconsistencies. I know it's week two. I just I, I don't see. I have the score being twenty four to uh, Miami sixteen, um, and that's being a little nice to the Dolphins because mm. I want this hash- it's magic yes. to be to yeah. uh, to succeed because he did have three uh, he did have three interceptions last week. I think he'll bounce back, but not this week. Uh, I'll give it another week or two, and then who knows? Two of might be in by then. So I think mm-hmm. I think he's fine with his starting job. But um, I'm I'm gonna take Buffalo twenty four sixteen. There we go twenty four sixteen. All right, all right, David, you wanna go next? Oh, but not, that uh, game is not in any of your guys' parlays. I, I I don't believe it was gonna. I was thinking about it, maybe about it being in my parlay, but I, I picked another game that I thought was gonna be a little. That was gonna be a little better bet for me, or a little two games that are. Yeah, but. Uh, what about you, David? No, that's not in yours nope. either. 
Uh, oh, I'd wow, be, that would be a good bet if I didn't want to have a six-game parlay, though. I would definitely include that in my bets, and I might. I might just do it on Sunday. All I'm right. excited to hear uh, what you, know you guys do. I will go next, then. And I have the Detroit Lions pay, uh, playing against the Green Bay Packers in my uh, the first game of my parlay. Well, the first Ooh. of the Sunday games in my parlay. Um, I do have the Green Bay Packers winning this game. Of the, Let me just say this. The Packers are favored by six and a half points. It's playing in Green Bay. There's going to be no fans there, unfortunately. But I do think the Green Bay Packers are going to come back, come out with a win. And I do think it's going to be by a landslide. I have the Green Bay Packers winning 38-17. to 17. The reason why I came with this score, honestly, it's, it's kind of because I thought it was a, I was thinking of Fetty Wap at the same time. So it, 17 38. Yeah, 17 38. <laughs> you're right. And the way I have it written is Detroit is obviously at Green Bay, so 17 38. Point being, the Green Bay Packers are going to come out, and that 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 Detroit uh, defense, that de- those Detroit defensive backs are really banged up over there. Jeff Okuda did not play last week. Is he going to play this week? I, I'm not I'm not too sure exactly, to be honest. I don't know the status um, 100%. But I do. Thank you. But what I'll I do know him. is that he, even if he does play, he's going to be a rookie in his first game. Is he going to be able to cover Devontae Adams, whoever he, or whoever he has? It's going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough matchup either way. I do believe that the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers are going to prove are going to want to prove that uh, that that everyone who doubted them, that everyone thought that last season was a fluke, they're going to want to prove them wrong, and it's going to be Aaron Rodgers' revenge season two. David. I like that. I like that. I think it's going to be a little bit closer game than you guys expect. I got Detroit scoring 28 and Green Bay scoring 34. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why. Aaron Rodgers, I think, is going to have a career game. I mean, he he had a really great game. He had a really great – I yeah. think it's going to go down to, like, a garbage time at, yeah. at a certain point. They're just going to run it down their throat. But I'm really liking Swift and AP. I think they're a legit one-two punch. I think uh, DeAndre Swift is going to redeem himself. He dropped the game-winning touchdown – um, last week, I think he's gonna. I think he's really gonna put in some extra work. And AP had 90 plus yards on the ground. I didn't even think yeah. that dude still had it. And it's so weird seeing him in a in a in a Lions jersey. And it's cool because he might pass up Barry Barry Sanders or um, Barry Sanders' all time record in a Lions jersey. I think he needs like a thousand yards. And I, it looks like he still he still got it. It's, it's weird. yeah, yeah. thousand last year. And, and I was with the Redskins, so like um, I really think he could do it. Um, yeah. Green Bay's wide receivers will feast. Um, the, the, the the Lions defensive backfield is just atrocious. If Okuda does play, like you said, who is he going to guard? Uh, Devontae Adams had 14 receptions and two touchdowns, 150-plus. I mean, that's that's a great game, too. Um, Green Bay's going to – I know it's a rivalry game. That's, that's why I think it's a little close. I just think Swift and AP are going to just slam it down their throat. I know the Green Bay Packers defense is good. They did give up six points in fantasy. I thought it would be a lot, little bit more, only because it was a garbage time and points-wise. But the Green Bay Packers um, – I I, they, I think there's a lot of pressure on them because last year they like I keep I keep on saying they spend the most in free agency almost like two like a crazy amount of money like, like two billion dollars some crazy ass amount oh, wow. of money on on the Smith brothers or I call them the, the brothers they're not brothers Preston Smith and Zaria Smith um, Mr Smith Mr and Mr Smith um that's that's another nickname I have for them and I think it has to pay out their their defense has to be good last year they weren't as good as. I projected so um they're gonna they're gonna come up with some stuff and uh some stops but uh if Galladay is is healthy too he's he's questionable and very optimistic he's gonna start um that gives the, the Lions a fighting chance and I I um had that in mind when I gave him the score 28 this is Galladay playing um I give him 28 if Galladay doesn't play that's okay. at least a touchdown off the off the board because okay. he's gonna he's gonna be hungry and he he was I believe the receiving leader in yards last year or touchdowns. I, one of those, I believe it was touchdowns. 
Um, that dude eats. So it's going to be a good game, though. I think I think a lot of people are, are ruling out the Lions because of what happened um, last week. But I'm going I'm to give them another shot. I'll give right. them another shot before I do a lot of other teams. All they right. Get, get another shot. All right. Uh, do you guys have this in your parlay or no? Um, well, no, I mean, well, I have the Packers really putting the beat down. And I'm sorry. I have them winning uh, 33 to 13. I Looking at it, I should put it in my parlay. Um, let me look at my parlay right now, but I have another team. If I, if I would put this in my parlay, I'll, I'll get back to you. Cause I'll, I'll take, I would take out the bills dolphins bet and put this in. Um, but I'll think about it more, but yeah, I think it is going to be a beat down. Kennedy holiday did not participate in practice today, but Jeff Okuda was full participation, but I still think that doesn't matter. The Packers really put the beat down on the Vikings last weekend. Uh, Vikings, I know they didn't have Stefan Diggs anymore, but still the focus, Adam Thielen and Dalvin cook, they only got their fantasy points in garbage time, really. The game, uh, we talked about it when we did our recap. It, the score didn't reflect the dominance uh, because every single time that the Packers had the ball, it seemed like they scored a touchdown or were just driving at will. Aaron Rodgers, it looks like he's back, and it looks so cool to see him back and revenge tour everything. Um, and then also the defensive side of the ball, I just can't get enough of because – how they really put away a Vikings team that does have weapons. Dalvin Cook was one of the MVP candidates last year, and he didn't look like a really dominant force at all in the game. Like I said, it was a lot of garbage time stuff, and Detroit, after they came out firing against that Bears defense and then started getting shut down by Khalil Mack, and I think that the Packers defense is way stronger than the Bears defense, and uh, I think it's going to show on this Sunday. So I think it's a good bet to have it, Julian. Because I think that they're going to cover Thank the spread by a lot that. too. David, you got there? You got your parlay or no? Um. Okay. After the parlay, you want me to just do my lightning round, and then see you guys agree? I'll just go straight to it. Yeah, I mean, we could, yeah we do that. We just do the part, do the two games or last two games of parlay or whatever. I'll, you do yours, and then we'll do other the other ones, and then, yeah, we'll do your lightning round after that. Okay. So um, I'm kind of split, but I'm gonna go with the team. I predicted the upset. I'm gonna. Over Tennessee, wow, okay. I think Tannehill will continue to struggle, and C.J. Henderson will own him. And like I, like uh, we said in the last podcast, he had an interception in the game, um, game-winning uh, defensive breakup. Um, the Car- the Carolinas D won't. Uh, oh shit, my bad, Carolina. <laughs> Reverse. Um, Jacksonville's fresh offense will overcome. You got Shark. You got Zavant. La- hey, Levon Chase on. No, no, no. LaVisca Chavon. LaVisca Chanel. I never get his. I always mix it up. I'm dyslexic. And they also got uh, Conley, too. They're too fast for Tennessee's defense. I know that defensive line got beefed up with um, with Javion Clowney because he, he looked good. He was uh, he was almost on every play in, on the defense, especially in the run game. But I think they'll find a way to win. Um, Gardner Minshew just has this swagger, and I've been saying this. Every, ever since I seen him, this dude just just like his long hair out, his handlebar mustache mustache out. I'm imagining it in my head right now. I'm getting I'm getting a little I, I'm getting a little too hot right now. Like he he I mean it's, he he's gonna be on fire. And Tennessee is sad because they had a great they upset all these teams in the playoffs. They had a great they had a great run. I think they overpaid Tannehill to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, um, like I said, he was my savior. He had 96 yards, but they fed him. Um, I think they got to introduce him more. Um, and I really think Jackson, Jacksonville will come out. Twenty-four seventeen. I think wow. I think it'll be close, but wow. um, they got Gawkowski, and that dude barely got his job saved last week from a game yeah. when he field goal. But I think he'll continue to struggle. Um, so I think he'll miss a couple of field goals too. And if he does, I think he's out of there. I just got the dude yeah. man get on retirement dog. Let him spend time with his grandchildren and get a dog. <laughs> you know. 
I'm taking Jacksonville. Well, Jacksonville. Wow. Um, really bold pick. So two weeks in a row, you got Jacksonville with an upset, upset victory. And two weeks in a row, it's in your parlay. That's so interesting. Maybe you'll be right again, but I don't think so. I think that the, I think Tennessee is a better team all around. I know Jacksonville really played the Colts tough, and Gardner Minshew had a historic day, but I'm not sure if he could really continue that. Oh, man, it's so tough because I do like the Colts, and I think they're, they're an overall good team. But this is another division game, and uh, I think Tennessee could pull it out. I think Mike Vrabel is a good coach. I think that, that move to to uh, reassure your kicker, Goskowski, was a good move. To, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, based on what they're going forward it's with them, good. so I you think, think it is a good move. move. Continue I think with Gronkowski. Oh. No, just to reassure him. I want I want him out. If you're going to go with him, yeah, yeah for sure. Like, go. establish that confidence. Get but him. if you're not, just, get an Uber just straight home, up dog. get another get an Uber home. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. Get a new one. But if you're not, mm-hmm. then you can't. And then, you know, you have to work with what you have. And um, I, I hope that he comes out with a victory. I have the Tennessee uh, Titans coming out 25-19. I just think that they're a the better team, a slight edge. It's such a hard, uh, hard gauge because I don't think we have a um, – a good sample size this year um, yet for how, with how these teams are. But based on what we've seen um, from Tennessee last year, and you, you've got the same guys around this year, and with the emergence of uh, Corey Davis going off and A.J. Brown still there and um, Derrick Henry, of course. So I think that these guys could, could eat. I don't think – because also the Colts – Offensively, did get things done, so I think it could happen again. Yeah, what do you think? Um, I uh, do. Julian? I do have the Tennessee Titans winning this game, but I also look at the spread, and the Tennessee Titans are fav- are favored by nine points. It's, it's a big spread, yeah, a big for spread. a team that doesn't that isn't really known to play like to just to just outright just beat teams up and just leave them for dead. Like they're they're a team that likes to play close games or likes to keep likes to keep the game won't won't blow the team out of the water. They will beat the team. They'll destroy the team mentally and physically and emotionally, but they will not but they but on the scoreboard it will not show the same. So I do think that it'll it'll be a close game. I do have Tennessee winning like like I said before, but I do have Tennessee winning twenty seven to twenty one. So I do think that the I don't think that they're gonna cover the spread, but I do have Tennessee winning the game overall. So we all have um well David's the only one having Jacksonville yeah. uh winning the game but as far as our predictions go, we all have the bet on Jacksonville because it's either they win or they won't cover the spread. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. Wild times, huh? Wild times at the El Royale. Wow. <laughs> all right, yeah. uh, one more uh, parlay, uh, one more game on my parlay, and I got the Ravens and the Texans. And um, I got this because I think that the Ravens are going to more than cover the spread. Let me just take another look at it. They're favored by – Seven points against the Houston Texans, and I think that they could definitely do more damage than winning by seven points because of how the Chiefs really destroyed the Texans uh, this in Week One mm-hmm. in opening opening day. And the Texans don't really have anything on def- defense, especially in that secondary. We say all the time, and I think that Lamar Jackson is just gonna just gonna go off again, and nothing nothing new. And I just don't think that the Texans don't even have the firepower to even keep up on offense going against that Baltimore defense. So more than easily cover the spread, and the score is going to be – where is my score that I wrote down? Baltimore 33, Houston 17. Yeah, um, what do you guys think? I think it's a really good score. Uh, I also have the Baltimore Ravens destroying 
the their opponents who I who are the, sorry the Houston Texans. Of course, I actually ended up picking up Baltimore's defense in fantasy football. So let's we're not going to talk about it. We're just going to keep it quiet for a little bit. Um, and then, but what we're going to say though is that Baltimore, man, they, they they look they look strong. They look strong. Houston, it's one of those teams. It's one of those games where. Houston can come out really hot and just burn you, or they can come out really cold and then just freeze the game up, and they end up losing by 55. But we'll see what we'll see what Houston does. If it might be another Houston, we have a problem situation. I, you know, I, I I think the Ravens are one of those teams, man, where they look they're gonna look strong. They're gonna look strong all season. It's gonna be one of those teams where it's gonna be tough to beat them, and especially a team like Houston. I don't think they're going to have the offensive firepower to do it. And on the defensive side, I don't, I don't think they'll be able to cover Lamar Jackson. And I'll, I'll be honest, I don't really think there's many teams that cover Lamar Jackson. I think it's one of those things like you just have to contain them. You can't, you can't really stop them. Um, but yeah, so I have Baltimore in this game 35 to 10. I do not have them as my parlay, though. As, although if I did have an extended parlay, having more games on there, I would think about putting them on there just because that's how confident I do feel in the Baltimore Ravens. Dude. All right, um, I'm gonna give the the Houston uh, uh, Texans a little bit more than what you guys did. I think Baltimore uh, will win 34. Um, I think Houston will score 21. Okay. I think they got they got great receivers. Robert Woods had 105 yards um, um, in on Thursday, and then Will Fuller, Will Fuller had eight receptions as well, and he was all over the place. I mean, they, I think they got to use him when he's healthy because that dude is never healthy, and when he is, he's just. I think they. I went okay. I, I was who. Pause, reverse. I think Will Fuller is very effective when he's healthy, and they need to use the deep bomb more. Deep bomb more. Deshaun Watson, he did not throw not one big throw, and if he did, it was just throwing it away. I didn't see it. I mean, I'd seen all the game, but like he just didn't have the confidence enough. David Johnson was doing great. I think they established the run. Uh, Duke Johnson got got in the mix as well. They just got to use that play action. They got to use that bomb because it's very effective. Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller are more than capable of um getting getting out there um um young guys will get it done in baltimore um hollywood hollywood uh hollywood brown lamar jackson those guys just look in sync right now they're just they're just so into it and then you got jk dobbins who took all of mark ingram's looks yeah mark ingram on my fantasy but i think they're gonna get him involved too both of those guys so i think it's gonna come down to garbage time in houston will probably be 14 in the fourth and they'll probably get a garbage time touchdown and lamar jackson will just run it down their throat with david johnson and and jake or uh and uh, duke johnson so i think the texans running backs have um a good fantasy outlook. I'll talk about that later this week. I think the I think uh, at least Will Fuller does because he's a lot quicker. And Brandon Cooks, um, uh, Will Fuller had 10, 10 targets and caught eight of them. So I think he will have a better fantasy outlook than Brandon Cooks. I just don't think um, Lamar or uh, Deshaun Watson will get it done. He will get sacked a couple times. So Baltimore defense picked up on fantasies is pretty good because he will get that that. That Texan offensive line yeah. is just fucking terrible. One of the worst in the NFL for like the last three years. So yeah, I'll take. I'll. I'll I, I agree, but I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give them 21 points. I think they're gonna put up a little fight. Thank you. I appreciate that. That was a really thoughtful, of you David. It, it's been really. It's been really a. It's been a real, really calm one this weekend <laughs> around. Uh, last week, obviously, that we know with the whole Washington Football Team saga with David and his. Oh no! I'm, I'm, this is just getting started, dog. Oh no! This is I, I, I know. Oh no! I know. I know that. That's all we're keeping it calm for right now. But when it, but when shit starts popping off, then we'll wait. We'll wait till it pops off. But, but what I do know <laughs> is that it's now my turn for the second game of the parlays. And I, and for the second game of parlays, I have a team where they won last week. 
it was it, they they won last week in their brand new stadium. Of course, I'm talking about the Los Angeles Rams. I have the Rams versus the Eagles. Now the spread there is one point. Uh, the Rams are favored by one point, so that just means the Rams. If the Rams win the game, they win. They win the bet. So that's all. That's all I care about. Um, I I believe it's gonna be a close game. Of course, uh, this all depends on Alshon Jeffrey's availability. I do believe the Rams do win the game if Alshon Je- if Alshon Jeffrey is not available, just because of how the Eagles played last week without Alshon Jeffrey. Plus, that defense with Aaron Donald, they look they look real. That team's gonna look really tough. It's gonna be it's gonna be one of those teams that they're gonna surprise some. They're gonna surprise some of their opponents. But you know, what? at the same time, it's LA. So, do you really expect them to surprise anybody? I don't. But what I do know is that it's gonna be it's gonna be somewhat of a close game. It won't be too bad, just because I do think that there's gonna be a little bit of a drop off from last week. I don't think it's I don't think the uh, that they're gonna dominate or they're gonna be as they're gonna be as dominant as they were last week. But I do think it's gonna end up being twenty seven to twenty one over there in Philadelphia. I do think some of the elements are gonna take are gonna take advantage of it. But we're not in full winter season yet, so it's not gonna be it's not gonna be too cold over there. But it's gonna be cold enough where it's gonna slow the Rams' defense uh, offense. Uh, uh, sorry, it's gonna slow the Rams' offense, but it's not gonna slow them enough to, for the uh, Eagles to, lose, to win this game. So that's why I have the Rams in my parlay winning the game and winning my bet. Um, I'm gonna agree with you. Uh, I have the Rams winning this one soundly. I'll save the score for a little bit. But looking at what the Eagles really struggled with last weekend, uh, they struggled with. The defensive line, you saw Chase Young and that whole defensive line get after Carson Wentz and sack him eight times, and Aaron Donald is going to do that. Did you see what he was doing against that Cowboys offensive line, getting double-teamed and just destroying people? David brought it up. If you're not a football fan, you're not going to – and you're yeah. not a fan of that, you're not a real football fan, like if you don't appreciate that, because that is real be- beauty at work if you can appreciate what's going on down in the trenches. And Aaron Donald, I think, looking at that first game, I was like – Dude, this guy is really going to be the number one ranked NFL player again, and I and I will I won't have any problem with it, and I don't think anyone should have a problem with it. And uh, I think I see that, and I see what he is done in that first week, and I think that Carson Wentz has to be fucking scared. There's a picture going around on Twitter of of it's a live play; it doesn't even look real, but it's Carson Wentz, and he's about to get sacked, and there's about three to four Redskins defensive linemen around him and he's like about to go down and you see the Eagles offensive linemen and they look like they're just standing around. They're like five yards ahead of the play. They're not even around and protecting the quarterback. No one's getting a block on chase young. And uh, I, I could totally see that happening. And then also they gave up two touchdowns to Peyton Barber on the ground and got burned uh, a little bit by Dwayne Haskins. Look, the Rams with Malcolm Brown, I think is going to do well. And, uh, Jared Goff going to Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, um, all those guys, all those weapons. I think it's an easy victory. Or maybe not easy because, um, you know, the Eagles are not going to want to go down 0-2. But I do see the Rams winning this game going 28-17. My score is very similar to that. It's 27-17. to wow. uh, Wentz, I think, is going to get pressured Ooh. too much. He's going to throw about two, 3,000 picks. If Miles Sanders play, I think it will be a better game. <laughs> He's questionable right now. I think it will throw the defense off a little bit, but not much. Goff will have a bounce-back game. He kind of had, like, an okay game, but he, I think he's going to have a great game. Um, You got Cooper, Cooper Cup. You got uh, Robert Woods. I think Van Jefferson Jr. from Florida, my boy, is going to get his first career touchdown. He has a lot of 
great talent there in the third wide receiver. And then you also got Josh Reynolds there. You can't forget. But the Rams D is way better than the Philadelphia's D. Every single year, Philadelphia is putting a starting corner in the injury reserve out for the season. They're picking up corners. Like, I they go through corners, then I go through girlfriends this last summer. It's pretty oh, crazy. Wow. And um, I, I think that um, I think the Eagles will struggle. If, if, if this is with Miles Sanders playing, I give them 17. And their wide receiver situation, Deshaun Jackson. They got Jalen Rager. He only had one catch, 51 yards. He's explosive. Yeah. You got to use that. Deshaun Jackson. Jalen Rager is a mini version of Deshaun Jackson. So imagine having two Deshaun Jacksons on your team. I'll just run that bitch out. Just fucking just a straight out route, dog. Just air that shit out. But um, I think they need to establish that. Well, they don't have time for that because Aaron Donald's going to be on that app. Aaron Donald is going to be on right. that ass, dude. It's going to be – I'm thinking about picking up the Rams defense. And then you got Jalen yeah. Ramsey. Um, it's going to be fun who he matches up against because yeah, um, I'm becoming more of a fan of him. Um, I think he's still overpaid, but get your get your, get your your bread boy. But um, um, I think it's going to be a good matchup. Malcolm Brown on the ground is just going to destroy. I think – I don't know who picked him up. I was I was like second to last on waiver. Or I'm fifth in waiver, so I didn't get him. Unfortunately, yeah. but someone got it, and I, and I think Cam Akers will be more involved too. Darren Henderson, Daryl Henderson, I don't think so much. I think Cam Akers no. runner back two spot. So I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be a blowout. Um, I hope Miles Sanders plays too because I'm just a big fan of him. Yeah, I I just want I just want to bring up the fact that David brought up his girlfriends this summer. Uh, he 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 really he really took the hot girl summer approach <laughs> this 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 time around. Just stay single, man. Just stay single. No reason to have like seven different girlfriends, David. It's, it, it is what it is. Not at a time. Not at a time. Not at a time. Not at a time. You have to a time, and then you had a four, and then you had a four the next week. I got you, bro. I got it, you. It, I'm I'm rocking that dad bod summer. Dad bod. There you go. There you go. There you. There you go. Dad bod. All right, guys. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna say my parlay, and I'm gonna go straight into my lightning round as soon as you guys after we're done talking about it. Um, I was I was a little torn here. I didn't know where to go. Uh, but I'm gonna go with a team I also win it. I, I um thought was gonna win, and they upset. I'm gonna go with the Arizona Cardinals winning over Redskins. Um, it's gonna be a very good defensive game. Yes, it will. Um, on both sides, it really is. Chase Young will almost keyword almost have four sacks, maybe oh, wow. one. But Kyler Murray, dude, he's a mini Russell Wilson. He's going to escape from everything. He's going to have one of those plays where he, he does, like, three spin moves and then off his back foot to fucking D-hop or some crazy shit. I'm saying it now, dude. It's going to be like a mini – like I said, he's a mini Russell Wilson. Um, I think they're the same high, if not. Yeah. Um, they're very close. It's just Kyler Murray doesn't have Sierra. But who would have <laughs> – I mean – I, I want Sierra two shit, one two step. Um, but um, D Hop will get his first touchdown as a Cardinal. He had a career high in receptions. He had a buck fifty, I believe. I think he, I, Kyle Murray and D Hop is going to be dangerous for these next couple years. Drake and Edmonds is a danger. I have Drake. I want him to succeed. I still believe in him. Chase Edmonds, I think. Um, just the rotation of when they're rotating, he just lucked out. And he's also a great player, too. So that's a great handcuff to have right there. Establish the run. Um, game with the Washington Redskins. Um, I know I, I shitted on them last week, and I'm going to shit on them again. Wow. Um, Antonio Gibson only had 44 total <laughs> yards. Um, their, their defense lucked out, but I think I think Kyler Murray's going to get it done. I think it's going to be 24-14. I'm giving the Washington Redskins 14 points, um, and I'm giving Arizona four, uh, 24. I think Drake, Drake is capable of two touchdowns. You got D. Hobbler, Fitzgerald, C Christian Kirk, and then Kyler Murray um, on the ground, too. He could run for 100-plus, which I think he will. And he also throw for two fifty. So I think I he I think he's gonna have a total of four hundred yards. Um, I'm I, I'm really believing Kyle Murray, my MVP candidate this there year. There we go.
Wow. Um, I like that you brought this game up. I like that it's in your parlay. And so, uh, what was your score again? Sorry, I don't remember. Yeah, twenty-four to fourteen Cardinals. So that so they cover the spread, and uh, yeah, I respect that a lot because I wanted to talk about this game. I wanted to bring it up because this is the future of the NFL, and it's so interesting. Uh, I'm talking about Chase Young because we just talked about him, how he disrupted, and that whole defensive line took over, and and really was a reason why they were able to come back and win that game against the Eagles. And now they're going against a Cardinals team that just took care of business against the NFC representative in the Super Bowl in the 49ers, and the 49ers have. Uh, Nick Bosa, one of the guys that came from uh, Ohio. Yeah, Ohio, and where that defensive program came uh, for Chase Young and Joey Bosa. So the same place where, you know, the guys that are the perennial future of the NFL as far as edge rushers and turnaround defenses, but they just took care of the the Niners. And, you know, that's that's my reasoning to why this, I think they're going to win this game because Washington is disruptive as they, as they were – you just saw the Cardinals manage and take care of business on a more compl- against a more complete defense, and um, Kyler Murray is, is such a cool talent. I was looking at this game and I was like, could the Washington Football Team and Chase Young do it again against Kyler Murray? And I don't think they can. I um, based on just what we saw last week, and Kyler is just such a talented guy, and it's going to be interesting if the re- the Washington Football Team can do it again. Though that is a big big sign for the future and uh they'll be 2-0 in that division and they'll have a chance to make some noise this year um i don't think they'll go far but i do have the cardinals winning this one 28 to 11 uh, yeah oh wait you brought it up julian game, man but uh, I, I i'm also glad that you brought this game up just because i did want to kind of mention this game want to want to talk about this one a little bit um i do have the cardinals winning this game however i was looking at the i was in the spread of seven and i was like Will the Washington Redskins lose by more than seven points? I don't think they will be. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I I have the Arizona Cardinals winning oh, wow. this game, of course, but I have the winning by six. I do think that they're going they're, to get the score is going to be thirty to twenty four in favor of the Arizona Cardinals. I do think that, of course, like all the reasons you mentioned up as far as you know, Kyler Murray and uh, and all those other guys. But the the one reason I do have the one reason I do think the Redskins will be a little closer than what the spread might might say is that. That that team really has some emotion behind them. Now I don't think it's enough emotion because uh, there's 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 only so mo- there's only so much emotion that I did. I a think bit, I convinced I did a bit, you honestly. a little like, bit. I was thinking about it, like especially especially after especially after last when you brought the Four Niners thing, I was like, man, I was like, I was thinking about my bet, and I was like, man, I was like, that Four Niners defense is better than Redskins defense, and of course the Niners, and then the uh, it took care of them over there in in uh, in Santa Clara too. So that's why I was like, man, I was like, mm-hmm. I was like. Do the do the uh, are the are the Cardinals gonna beat them by more? But I was like, you know what? I gotta stick with the Reds. I, sorry, the Washington football team. Excuse me, the Washington football team. I gotta stick with my my original bet, which was gonna be thirty to twenty four. My original score. So I do think that even though the Cardinals will win this game by six, it will not be enough to cover the spread. So anyway, uh, David. All right, you know what's happening. We're going to go with the sports guy, David, lightning round, insert thunder noise. Bow, bow, bow. We go. I'm starting up with the upset. We got the Carolina Panthers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to go with who? The Carolina Panthers. I know I shit on their defense, but I think they're going to get it done. They got Chris McCaffrey, the number one fantasy running back. He had 28 points last week. He's going to do it. Roby Anderson, the top 10 fantasy wide receiver. And they also got DJ Moore. Don't forget about him. Teddy Bridgewater is going to settle in 
He's going to be more comfortable because he got McCaffrey and all those guys. He, uh, Evans and, uh, and Godwin injuries. Uh, they have a lot of weapons, but I'm not. I'm not buying it. Um, the Buccaneers defense, like I said, is straight dick. And I'm gonna go with Teddy B getting his first <laughs> win in Carolina Panther jersey. McCaffrey is gonna eat. I think he's gonna have more than 28 points. You got Robbie Anderson. I mean, come on. Who like why wouldn't you want to go for the Carolina Panthers? It's a division game. Tom Brady is still gonna struggle, and I'm still gonna shit on him on every single Winging and Wing Wednesday episode, which is out right now. Guys, do you guys disagree or agree? <laughs> I, I I agree with you. I actually have the Cardinal Carolina Panthers winning twenty three to twenty. I disagree. I had the Bucks winning 38-27 just because of how Carolina gave up so many points to the Raiders. I was so surprised. And Tampa Bay really faced the juggernaut in the Saints last week. And I think that Tom Brady still has a heart of a champion. And they'll figure it out how to get one more win, uh, one win to get back in the win column. Uh, Carolina starts Look at Tom to- Brady. Tom Brady is... Bruce oh. Harris is not Bill Belichick. <laughs> Tom Brady's continue to yell at his players like my ex girl ex girlfriends do to me for me. Oh wow! Because I'm playing Warzone. On to the- <laughs> hey, bro, we got something to talk <laughs> about. On the next one, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Denver Broncos. Denver Denver Broncos are going to fall 0 to two. They're only going to score 13 points. I'm taking Pittsburgh 27 points. Big Ben is going to rape that defense. Oh, oh no, 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 no! Too soon. Oh. Too soon. Pause. Reverse. I didn't say that. Denver's own line line is going to struggle like they did. Benny Snell is going to eat up those carries. If James Conner and his stupid-ass haircut is out, then I'm taking Benny Snell all day. I couldn't get him in fantasy because someone else got him. My priorities is shit. Juju and Claypool, Claypool, I'm liking that combo. Dante Johnson, he had a couple missed drops, but he he looks like Ben Roethlisberger's go-to guy on third down. Loving those three guys. Young D of Denver is good but can be better. They, they're losing Vaughn Miller due to an injury. I, um, that young rookie, I can't pronounce his name. He had an interception, but number 45 got a personal foul. Owamwe or some weird ass. He had a diving interception. It was a great read, great play. Forgot his name. Not important enough. 27 points, Pittsburgh. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, he shaved his beard. Thank God. And I think he's going to do great against this young Denver team. I do like Drew Locke. If Cortland Sutton plays, it'll be more competitive. Jerry Judy is a fast guy. He had a couple drop balls, especially on third down. Um, he still has a lot to learn. He is fast, but the Pittsburgh is going to handle business. TJ Watson get three sacks. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. Um, Pittsburgh, uh, Big Ben put away. Any question I had of his injury and him coming back to 100%, at least for one more week, um, he did come out and say um, today or I think yesterday that after after Sunday he felt like he got hit in or in a car accident as far as how, how sore his body is so uh, he, he might be breaking down on us right before our eyes but I do have him winning 24 to 13 Pittsburgh's defense is going to be nice you said it TJ Watt uh, my prediction for defensive player of the year is really going to go off that Denver team doesn't have much to respond I think they, they're just going to be overpowered 24 yeah, uh, 13 uh, yeah I have the Pittsburgh Steelers winning this game 27 24 I think it's going to be close I do think Dulock and those young kids are going to are going to be in another close one, but I don't think they're going to win this one as well. Um, but, David, as far as speaking of, I know we're talking about personal fouls earlier with that cornerback. Are you have something to talk about with your personal life? What's going on over here, man? Oh, no, no, I'm, uh, my therapist said I shouldn't talk about it on the podcast. Okay, okay. Uh, fair, fair, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Moving on, we got – who we got? We got – we already talked about that one. All right, we got the San Francisco 49ers versus the New York Jets. The 49ers need this game to bounce back. New York Jets are going to score a mild 10 points to San Francisco's 28. Moser will eat – Along 
with McKinnon. They look like they want to give him McKinnon. He had his first touchdown since the ACL like three years ago because he hasn't been on the field since. Jimmy G will pass more to his wide receivers. He's going to get Brandon Ayoke back um, from injury, and they got Sanu. Um, Trent Taylor, he had a couple drops. And also, um, there's another guy there. Uh, Debo's out. Um, there's another guy there. Um, um, I, I lost his name, but the, uh, he's going to have more wide receiver options and not just handing the ball off, which I think they should because they, they're great at that. Mostert eats up. Um, and this is the first time we're going to see Frank Gore, question mark? Yes, Frank Gore is the, the name, the starting runner back because Le'Veon Bell landed on the IR, who I have. Oh, Frank my Gore God. Is be Are the you serious? Back and, um, <laughs> yeah, it is. The Gore doesn't die, does not baby. surprise you at all. Twenty twenty, nope. and then, but I do. Um, I did mention this in my last podcast. The New York Jets do have a bright spot. Marcus May, I think he will get a pick. Um, Jimmy G just, um, he didn't look too confident in throwing because he didn't really have any wide receivers. But that Jets D, um, well, I shouldn't say Jets D. I should just say Marcus May. Um, it was all over the place. He he was shadowing uh, Jamal Adams when he, when he was there. So I think he's a bright star. I always going to shout him out. Um, he's becoming one of my favorite defensive players just on week one performance, and I feel bad for his career. Um, hashtag rip. Um, San Francisco D will eat. Um, you got Nick Bosa. You got Ken Law. Um, you see what they did, and Sam Darnold. Um, he might just get mono or something from that. Oh defense. wow! It's gonna be that. They're gonna get. They're gonna get. He's gonna get smashed, and not the yeah. good kind. Yeah, and no, I, I would be, I would bet not the good kind. In fact, I do think Jimmy G, I do think Jimmy G strings is gonna come out and pull the right ones. I do think I have the 49ers winning this game, twenty-five to ten. <laughs> so that's my, that's my thoughts on that one. Yeah, I think you guys are right. I do see them bouncing back big, especially wanting to establish something to the air, establish some rhythm going there, bounce back big, um, get a big win, and do it soundly. San Francisco twenty-eight. Moving on, moving right along. We got Minnesota and the Colts. I'm a Phillip River fan, and I'm trying to be unbiased, but I'm going to take Minnesota 34 to 31. I think it's going to be a repeat um, week for Phillip Rivers. Um, Adam Thielen and Brandon Cooks are going to have good games. Uh, Taylor, uh, Taylor starting over Hines will run more um, with a big body of, of Jonathan Taylor. You know, Marlon Mack tore his Achilles. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to utilize him. He was started last week, I believe, but they just didn't yeah. utilize him as much. I think they will this week, and Hines, he'll be more of a PPR guy, and he he also run, too. He had two touchdowns on the on the ground. Um, the, the, uh, the Vikings kept up with the Green Bay Packers. They really did. I know most of it was garbage time towards the end, but they're explosive. You got Dalvin Cook there. I think he's going to eat up. Um, I just, the Colts, I think it's going to come down to, like the score is 34 31. It's going to come down to Phil Rivers trying to get something done. And it's not, it's just, I just seen it so much. Like, I feel like it's going to happen. I feel bad for the dude because he has an offensive line. He has good receivers. He has good running backs. He has, you know, he's, he's, he's good there. I just, I think he's just these first, these first seven weeks for Phil Rivers is really rough. Um, you got to watch that when it's December because it's Phil time in December. I'm going to be having a total different opinion when it comes to the, in December. But I think the Colts will lose 31 to 34, Minnesota. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. All I can say is that it's obviously Indianapolis is coming or home home opener. They do, they are going to have about twenty five hundred fans in the stands in this game. It's twenty five. It's going to be at least it's no more than twenty five percent of their stadium to be filled. The uh the Colts are favored by three points. I'm gonna take the three points. I'm gonna give them three more. I believe the Indianapolis Colts are going to win thirty to twenty four against the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I do have the Colts winning. I have them winning 24 to 21 just because I look at what the Vikings have lost on defense. I think that losing Daniel Hunter and Everson Griffin and Linval Joseph um, all in their respective ways really took a toll on this defense. And you only have Yannick and Gakwe on that defensive line, only the biggest name there. And so I look at that and I look at the Colts offensive line. And I think they're going to feast. I think they're going to eat. They're going to bring out a game plan for Jonathan Taylor coming out plan. This guy's going to be just running on the red carpet untouched. I think that 
we're going to see a big game out of there. And it's going to open up some stuff for Phillip Rivers. I know Phillip Rivers, uh, David and I watched his career extensively. And you know what? One thing about him, though, is after starting 0-1 in the season, I think he always bounces back in the second week. And the Colts, I don't see them dropping two in a row anyway, um, going 0-2 because of that statistic you brought up, Julian, how they've gone seven straight seasons going 0-1. And they've been a perennial playoff contender. So I think that... That is my reasoning for them to come out. And also because Vikings, they really lost handedly last week. I know that the score looked good, but um, I don't think that they really had everything out there. They need to get Dalvin Cook more involved on the offense, though, as far as through the air. Um, see more out of Justin Jefferson, too, because you need a big guy to step up after losing stuff on digs and just get more 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 production and not turn the ball over because one turnover really blew up the game last week against the Packers. So they just have to have a really good game on offense. I think they need to have a better, more play a more perfect game than the Colts have to play a perfect game. You know, um, I think the Colts have more room for error. So that's why I got moving on to this next game. It's going to be a shootout in Dallas, but I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons 34 to 24. Dallas cannot get on track. Um, um, Gage, uh, Gate, uh, what's his first name? I, I talked about Russell Gage Jr. Russell I think Gage? is going to be the key yeah. here with uh, Halen Hurst. I believe that's his first name. Um, and then you got Kevin Ridley and um, and Julio Jones there. I can't forget him. All had 100 yards, not Halen Hurst, but they all had a Halen Hurst had a touchdown brought back, but um, or a passing interference or something like that. Anyways, they all had uh, he had 450 yards. I think he'll do it again. Um, CD Lamb gets his first touchdown, maybe even two. That dude is just too quick. He, that dude is just quick. I don't care who you have on him. Um, he was pretty close from um, cracking a touchdown. It's just they had to abandon the game plan due to what was going on in that game last week against the Rams. Zeke um, had 96 yards on the ground versus a Rams, a pretty good Rams defense. I think they'll he'll have 100 plus, but I don't think it's going to be enough. It's going to be a big test for Dak Prescott what he's going through, um, you know, in his personal life, which which sucks. I mean. Really does. Yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. be, playing, be playing football right now. Um, but shout out to that guy. He's he's a warrior for playing right now. I just don't think it's enough. Uh, Matty Ice, um, an, another MVP candidate. Um, I think he's going to be second offensive player of the year. This dude just balls out. He still got to end. They don't call him Matt, Matty Ice for nothing. He's gonna he's gonna upset the Dallas. Well, what's the spread on this one? Is Dallas? Right. It's uh, Dallas is up by Dallas is favored by four. Oh, yeah. It's going to be another upset. I love upset. I love the underdogs. I'll probably take them every week. I don't give a damn because I believe in the line of Falcons and I believe Russell Gage or whatever the hell his first name is, is going to tear it up like he did last week. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a, it's going to be a good game for both teams. Uh, I think, uh, you know, that line is going to come out strong, going to come out fiery. And I do think it's going to be oh, it's going to be enough to overcome the Dallas Cowboys. And to be honest with you, that's why I have that, the Atlanta Falcons winning. 28 to 14. One big thing to worry about for the Dallas. Yeah, I know. One big thing to worry oh, about wow. for the Dallas Cowboy fans is that your starting middle linebacker, Leighton Vanderest, is going to be out for five to six weeks. So I really, I really would uh, take a look on that, you know, because he's, he's a really big part of your defense. So that's why I kind of moved it up. If he would have been healthy, I might have swung it a little bit upper, uh, or sorry, higher for the uh, Dallas Cowboys, maybe a little lower for the Atlanta Falcons, maybe a little closer in the game, but I still believe that the Falcons are going to win the game no matter what. Yeah, I got the Falcons winning as well, 33-27. I just don't see it for the Cowboys. I just don't th- think that they can put it together. And uh, I like I like a lot what Atlanta did last weekend to just keep up with that firepower of Russell Wilson. And I don't see the Cowboys being able to keep up with it. They have so many weapons, but I didn't see C.D. Lamb step up as big as I thought he would. And, uh, yeah, and you talk about the flag, but you know what, whatever. It's, we're past that. It's week two, and – and uh, you know, you just gotta take that take that L and see what 
see what the Falcons are doing with just how productive they were. You you look at that stat line, that box score with the wide right receivers, you would have thought that they won last weekend. So um, just the way that they've come out with intensity, and I think that we're going to see more of Todd Gurley. We haven't seen the best of him yet this season. I think that he's really going to bounce back. So, yeah, I, I'm sorry. Cowboys going to drop 0-2. All right, moving on to the next game. I feel a little bad for this team because I really think they have a great, really great offense, but a terrible offensive line. I'm going, and, and I don't like their opponent at all. It's the Chicago Bears and the New York Giants. I have Chicago winning 21-12 to 12 only because they're versing the Giants. I do not believe in Trubisky. I don't think I never will. Um, Allen Robinson, um, I think he's going to eat. I think he's the, the best offensive weapon on that team. If he's the man in the trade or not, he still, he still gets the job done. Slayton is the key involved in Evan Ingram more. He had two receptions on nine yards. He was one of my starting tight ends in one of my leagues. And also involves Shanquan Barkley. He also had nine yards. So you're telling me Evan Ingram... And Shankar Barkley combined for 18 yards. That's like saying PG and quite um, oh. at 24. Oops, oh. um, too soon. Um, I think they, they should have 90 each. <laughs> and Darius Slank have 100 plus. That that's what they're capable of. Evan Ingram was going through the injury bug for these last two years. He's finally healthy. Use him, Danny. Uh, well, I'm gonna call him Penny Dimes or Penny Penny Jones. He's not he's not Danny Dimes. He's Penny Jones um, now to me because he has improved to me for that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he had five touchdowns uh, last year in one game or whatever. Yeah, he, he hasn't proved to me enough that he could be that guy. You have Shaquan Barkley. Um, Jason Garrett is the offensive coordinator. That's why Shaquan Barkley had, only had nine yards. Um, and uh, he had a lot of rushing attempts, but a lot went for negative yards. That offensive line is terrible. The defensive is even worse. Um, Trubisky, I think he's going to um, have his job secured for one more week because he's got the Giants. So he lucked out for one more week. But get ready, Nick Foles, because you're coming in soon. No, wow. Oh, wow. I agree. Um, well, I think the Bears are going to win this one, 21 to 14. Uh, just, I think it's going to be a defensive battle. The Bears are going to just be stop, stop whatever the Giants are going to try and do on offense. I don't think that I saw enough. I thought there was going to be a lot more production, like you said. Um, we needed to see a lot more out of Danny Dimes, and uh, it just didn't happen. I thought that he was going to be able to put together a good game against the Steelers. I know that it it kind of got out of out out of hand. Um, because it was close at one point, but the defense took over. And I think that if we see how the Bears came alive in the second half defensively, you saw that the Steelers came alive second half defensively against the uh, Giants last week. It might just be a repeat, and um, Trubisky might live to see another week. But, yeah, Nick Foles, look, Nick Foles' time is coming. He might just he might just take over another NFC team midway through yeah, the season. I don't, do I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But what I do know is that guys, we usually we've usually agreed on this so far. <laughs> this podcast has really been agreement a lot for some reason. But this is where I disagree with you guys. I do have the New York Giants winning Ooh. this game actually fourteen to ten. Ooh. You know, I, I listen. All I say, all I can say is the Chicago Bears are favored by five points in this game. With that offense, with their with their lack of weapons besides Allen Robinson and Tariq Cohen, who who's a very shifty guy, but I mean last week he uh, you know he did he did what yeah. Um, but what what I do know is that Danny Dimes and uh, like as you, I'm sorry as you call him Penny Jones over here and um, you know and and Saquon Barkley they're gonna get back on track. Obviously that offensive line is not the best, but they did draft Andrew Thomas as their, as their left tackle. They do still have Will Hernandez. I still believe they do. And I do think that this offensive line is gonna be is gonna is gonna is gonna give them enough it's room. It's gonna get, let me speak, let me speak. Gonna give them enough room to <laughs> to do their thing. He's it's not gonna be like it's not gonna be like last week where you know where Saquon Barkley. Yeah, it's a really it's bold, a bold prediction, prediction. But you know what? Hey, last last week we had we had a uh, we had 
uh, David talking, speaking that the Jaguars are going to win. They won. And we also had him, I, I believe, didn't he also have the Redskins? No, he didn't have the Redskins winning. I didn't uh, that's right. I That's did. right. You had the Redskins winning and I won did. the game. So now it's time for my bold prediction. I think the Giants are going to beat the Bears, and it's going to be uh, – what did I have? I had them at – oh, 14 to 10. Excuse me, 14 to 10. I just don't see that the Giants' that offensive line holding up against that Bears' defensive mm-hmm. line at all. We'll see on Sunday, though. We'll see on Sunday. <laughs> all righty. All right. Moving on to I believe is the last game. Best for yes, last. It is. Um, Another upset. Oh. Here we go. Oh, oh. Chargers <laughs> will defeat the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm going to give you a score that was really familiar to Chargers fans, 29 to 28. Chargers oh. will upset. Tyrell will oh. get his shit together because he got Austin Eckler. He got Keenan Allen. I think our offense was so vanilla because we didn't want to show what we really got. Maybe okay. that's, that's my hope. i seen someone tweet that. I don't know who tweeted that, so I can't give him credit. <laughs> I think it was you, I and then I think that. like I three that. other people said that because um, I follow like 1,300 Charger fans. But it doesn't matter. I think it's going to get done. Clyde is going to be held to less than 100 yards, okay. and Mahomes is going to be um, held to less than 300. I think it's going to be a big struggle. The Chiefs got this chip on their shoulder. They won the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they got this great – they have a great defensive line. Not too, they, The only corners really guy is the Honey Badger. And their offense is loaded, but guess what? The Chargers are ready to go loaded. And we always verse them at the end. We always verse them at the beginning of the season. At the end of the season, we need to get this win um, at our home in SoFi or Seafield, C- whatever the hell. How so far, so far. And I think it's going to be a good matchup. And I really hope the Chargers um, and Tyrod Taylor is going to come through and he's going to solidify that starting job until at least week seven when he when Herbert gets put in the same time Tua gets put in. Let's go. First at each other. So that's my bold prediction. By week seven, two rookies are going to be facing each other for the first time. I'm real excited to see that. But Tyrod, he's going to get it done on the ground. We didn't really see too much of that. And Austin Eckler, we got to see more of him. Keenan Allen, throw Hunter Henry in the mix. And Mike Will with the, with the big catch ability, I see it coming. On upset, 29 to 28. The Chargers have Trey Turner returning on offensive line, and that was one of the big acquisitions in this offseason, and he didn't play in the opening week. It's going to be a big addition for him going against that uh, Chiefs defensive line with Chris Jones and all of those guys down there that really disrupted Deshaun Watson in week one. So it's going to be interesting to see how that offensive line adjusts and fares Mike Pouncey interestingly enough wasn't even on the injury report so that's like an indication he might even go on IR so another big loss for the Chargers but they have some of their younger guys stepping up finally Lamp and Feeney and they're looking good on the left side and so is Sam Tevy so it's going to be interesting that's the biggest indicator of I think who's gonna how this game's gonna turn out because if the Chargers offensively offensive line can get something done and get Tyrod a little bit more time and get Austin Eckler more holes to run through and uh, just see a better offensive product on the field I think could change the game but I have to go based on what I see and I still don't believe in Shane Steichen even though he really made a statement that I like this week that he said that the Chargers need to play more situational football and adjust quicker how me and David were discussing in the podcast Monday but I don't think it'll be enough I still have the Chiefs yeah, winning Jeff, 20, and you're a Charger fan hey he's yeah yeah trying to be a little biased Fuck the unbiased shit. This is a uh, very. Oh, oh, You're a homer, uh, David. Okay. All right. Well, it looks like we're all having the Chiefs going, having 28 points, because that's where I have them as well. I also have the Chiefs going, having 28 points. Uh, the spread is nine. The Chiefs are favored by nine points, which is a little, which is a, which is a little high for me, if I'm gonna be honest with you, straight up. You know, I, I remember hearing yeah. you, Lucas, talk about last or a couple weeks ago where you were talking about the Chiefs and like the the one team who stopped them and the one team who stopped Patrick Mahomes was at Los Angeles Chargers. So that kind of gave me hope. That's what made me go with it with the Chargers. Yeah. 
I have the Chiefs winning the game overall. I think they're going to win 20 to 25, but I do think it's going to be a really close game. I think it's going to be one of those field goal games where it could go either way, but I do have the, Char- the Chiefs winning the game, but I don't have them covering the spread. So that's my pick. All right. I think that is every single game. Yes, it is. All right. Um, yeah. There you go. I'm real excited for all these games. Um, I have most upsets. Oh, um, I forgot to mention mm-hmm. Lucas won the weekly challenge. He mm-hmm. went 11 and 5. I went. He was 12 and 4. I went 12 and 4. I went 11 and 5, and Julian went 10 and 6. Hey, you know what? 10, oh. hey, 10, 10 and 6 ain't, ain't a bad score for week one. I'll ain't a bad score at all. Um, I have a lot of upsets, so I'm really, I'm really yeah. taking a leap here. Lucas um, got that first dub, and we got our first L of the week. Um, whoever whoever uh, gets the most wins at the end of the season, who knows? We might have a little special prize for them. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're all uh, yeah. we're all in double digit predictions right now. Yes, pretty, we are. Wins, pretty so accurate. Yes, we are. And speaking of special prizes, I know Lucas, you have a giveaway. Speaking of, you want to talk about? Yeah, guys, giveaway still going on. Um, we're in the middle of September, and. Yeah, same old rules, guys, and thanks for keeping up with it. And we we got people that have been like multiple multiple entries, like they've been keeping up. So on on all the new ones as well. So make sure you guys are re-entering. Remember, the rules are pretty simple. They're also in the description of the podcast. All you have to do is just follow Sports Guy David, me, and the Fantasy Sports Cave on Twitter, and then retweet, like, or inter um, reply. Do one of those interactions to to um enter the podcast or enter the giveaway it's it's going to be with a tweet that is pinned on each account and then um that's it and then you can enter multiple times under different tweets so it's it's really simple guys and uh you know i'm just looking forward i think that this is going to be the last one though as far as um the multiple entries we're going to change the rules for every month so this is one of the better ones the like the most the best time to enter because uh you might not get this many entries yeah. well, next there we go. Uh, and like it said it's a hundred dollar uh Gift cards in NFL shop, so you can buy any merch for whatever team you got. Unless you're a Raider fan, um, yeah. you're not welcome. Just kidding. Well, you, you can still buy <laughs> buy those nice Charger jerseys that everyone's been talking about on Twitter. Um, also, I just want to say, guys, great podcast, everyone. Uh, obviously, we're, we're wrapping it up here. So, one more one more quick thing before we get out. We know we have to do this every week. Lucas, where can they find you at on social media, my man? Hey, you can find me on Twitter at SugarFreeLucas or on Insta, Lucas underscore Ray. What about you, David? Everything, Instagram, Twitter, also TikTok. Go ahead and follow me if you want to be in Wing and Wing Wednesday. I just released it before this podcast, so by the time you hear this, you'll be able to go see that. Go watch that. I clown a lot of NFL players, including Tom Brady, so it's it's real interesting. And OBJ, too. Um, I'm just going to make sure everyone knows up to date because I really don't like OBJ personally. So there you go. Wow. Okay. Well, that is rough. Um, and then you can also find me on Snapchat at be like Julian as B L J. I changed my username out there. It is now Julian Lionheart. It's it's my nickname from high school. So yeah, you ask me about that later if you want to. You can slide on my DMs. You know where they're at. Um, but anyways, yeah, guys. All I can say is thank from the Spanish Sports Cave, from me, from Lucas Reyes, from Sports Guy David. Guys, have a nice, phenomenal day. And then we are out of here. We'll